up the floodgates of heaven by your tithe. And that's something else we're going to get into. Drill in that oil. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to The Abundant Life. I'm Angela Todd. It's my amazing husband, Charles, peacocking in his Versace today. <laughs> Last time you're the peacock. <laughs> yes, today you're the peacock. Well, today we're going to talk to you about the 21 ways God provides in his word, by his grace. Backed up by? 191 scriptures. There you go. Turn off the bad and plug on into the good because we got a lot to share. We do. As Angela was saying, you know, there's... 21 ways that God can supply, and it's not limited to just that. I mean, this is just a teaching that we've gone through years ago. Um, we've applied this to our lives, and we've seen uh, just amazing things happen in our lives in other areas that we never even knew that existed. You know, the thing I like to say is, when we were talking about the other day, is like, you can think of revenue streams in a business. Like, you can have revenue coming in from this product, from this service, or multiple products. So you have multiple revenue streams. So it's kind of the same thing with this. A lot of people will just look at their job or their business as their income. Right. That they're limited to that. Whatever it is, like, let's just say, for example, you get paid $50,000 a year. But you are not limited to that. That is just a starting point because what you need to look at is that just not being money to pay your bills, but the first thing is looking at that is seed. Ooh, that is seed. And you good. get that seed yeah. and then you can plant, you can tithe, you can give offerings, you can sow into that. So you won't be limited to that 50,000 because when you give into the kingdom of God, it's gonna put a multiplier on it. You are opened up to receive all these different revenue streams that God can supernaturally provide for you, but you have to know and you have to believe. Right. And that's what we're gonna lay out here for you during this teaching, God can always give you fresh revelation, even if you think you really know something. You don't <laughs> when, know. when you really know, you don't know. You don't know. Exactly. None of us know. We're all just trying to share, which <laughs> goes back to sharing by the word of our testimony. Mm -hmm. And our testimony, and why we can help a little bit with this, is because we were broke, busted, disgusted. I mean, we were broke as a joke, living in the basement of my mother's house. <laughs> it wasn't house. a joke either. <laughs> hey, no joke. Yeah. It's a joke now. Looking back, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but we know, uh, we were trying to figure out who is preaching on money because we didn't have any. So we thought, okay, if we're going to do this the biblical way, yeah. who's got money? Creflo A. Dollar. <laughs> His last name is Dollar. And he was preaching on finances, uh, sewing and giving yep. and first fruits and uh, the four different ways to give, you name it. And so we immersed ourselves in every single teaching. I think we had, that's... Oh, tapes, I, I, right? I remember, yeah, it was cassette tapes back cassette then. Tapes. You know, we had to go through bankruptcy. We lost our, our business. Angela lost her job. We went through bankruptcy. We lost our house. We lost our cars. Like I said, we were living in our parents' basement. We had nothing, nothing. And when you come out of bankruptcy, usually you got like a clean slate, like you don't know anybody. We came out of bankruptcy, we were still underwater because I had back IRS tax bills and I also had student loans and those are government loans that can't be erased with the bankruptcy. So we were still six figures in debt after a bankruptcy, you know, with no job or anything to do. So I always tell people, if you got a job, if you got a car, if you got a house, if you got a checking account, well, I can't even have a checking account because the government seized all my assets, all my money out of the bank because I owed him money. So if I even opened a check, I didn't even have a checking account, couldn't have a savings account. I mean. That's pitiful. <laughs> so I always tell people, if you got one of those things, you're doing better than yes. we were doing back then. So there is hope, no matter yes. where you're from. And there's gonna be seasons in your life. 
And I think that I'm really speaking to somebody right now. There's going to be times where you're going to feel like, and is this ever going to change? I'm like, feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And I want to tell you, I want to encourage you right now. It will change. There's going to be these steps. There's going to be these seasons that you're going to go through. The point is that God's got a better way. Right. You know, being completely debt-free is a better way. And let me tell you what, we had to go from those seasons of, you know, getting our business going. And then, you know, we took on debts and we had three mortgages. We had three different houses at the time. We were growing, but we're still going into debt. And now we're in a place where we're 100% debt-free. And let me tell you what, I know how it feels to be in debt up to your eyeballs. And I know how it feels to be debt-free and debt-free is better. Let me tell you. <laughs> and all the glory to God on that. Right. What we want to use today for is, is to establish that God is your source. Yes. Say that after me, actually. Repeat this. God is my source. God is my source. Say it again. God is my source. God is my source. You say, well, why is that important to know? And, I, and the reason why I want to establish and take you through some scriptures is that I think a lot of times in the flesh we can look at our business if we're self-employed or look at as employers our source. And when you look at God as your source, if one of the other streams dries up, if one of the resources dries up, then it's not going to bother you because you know that God is your source. And God always restores better in quantity or quality. So if you lost a job, he's got a place for you that's got a position. And a statistic that I bring up and we're teaching on uh, investing and savings is that 70% of, of Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. Wow. So you know when something happens, the car breaks down, the worship season breaks down, whatever, people get into a financial crisis, you know, so that all these things that are accumulated to that stress can happen in your body physically, emotionally, from not being prepared financially. So one of the things that, you know, we've done is say, you guys talk a lot about money. Yeah, because we're compassionate about trying to help people in that because we know how that feels. We know how bad that feels when, you know, we don't want to have anybody have to feel that way. And if you can learn from what we have learned and learn from all of our mentors and hopefully you can learn and catapult faster than what we did and parents that's why it's so important the bible says in proverbs to train a child early in the way that they shall go so when they are old they will not depart from it and right after that right after that it talks about the borrow is servant and some translations say is slave to the lender right let me tell you what that's in that context that's important to teach kids to stay out of debt from an early age because what our society does as soon as you get to college what i did i went to the bookstore and boom they put a credit card application in your hand and before i even went to the bookstore student loans so i started off without even having one class one hour of education in debt (laughs) that's the system (laughs) because you're depending on the credit card company to be your source when something happens or your bank or I know women can be, I know I am guilty of this sometimes, of thinking as husband is my source. Uh, people, places, things. You can put so many people in the place of God because of unbelief or it's just physical, tangible. I can, I can rely on you and then I can be pissed off at you. So it, it, it feeds my ego to know that if you don't provide for me in a certain area of my life, that I can be mad at him. And it's a cycle. It's like, why do that? I just had to repent of that because my husband is not my source. Your family is not your source. People, uh, parents, if you even children, you have to understand God is your source. And as much as you can rely on the government or family or friends, they're not your source. 
we're still going through this whole COVID, COVID thing and that, you know, stimulus checks and now there's going to be a second round of stimulus checks and people are wanting this and they're going to get this, there's going to be more loans, there's going to be all that. Government's not your source. And as long as you continue to rely on the government, you're never going to get out of that place. And I'm not saying anybody who's you know, collected unemployment or took loans, there's nothing wrong with that. But what we always teach is use it as a bridge, right. not a destination. So right. you lost your job, yeah, you're, you're going to go out and you're going to start looking for a job now. That, that is a bridge, that unemployment check is a bridge to get you to that next place. It's not saying, hey, they're going to give unemployment until the end of the year. Whoopee, let's watch Netflix for the next eight months right. and eat popcorn and get fat and do nothing. And, <laughs> And this is not a word of condemnation whatsoever. This is a word of encouragement. Through all this, I think God is looking down at his children saying, I want to be your source. Yeah. You know, just look to me, but people won't look. Like I said, they're looking at all these other things instead of looking at God. It's just like a parent. Right. You know, if, if a child had a need, like if our daughter had a need and she didn't let us know, and then she comes months afterwards and tells us about it, and we'd be like, well, why didn't you tell me earlier? You know, you want to help your child right away. And Matthew 7, 11 says, if we being earthly or we being evil, depending on which translation, know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more how does much our more? Father in heaven want to give us good things? Which leads me to, we read the first scripture that we have there, 1 Corinthians. Sure, 1 Corinthians, the Amplified Classic. Yet for us, there is only one God, the Father, who is the source of all things. Leaves out nothing, right? Nothing. I mean, I love it when the word says all, because God is not just your source for money. He's your source for your healing. He's your source for your relationships. He's the resource for your joy, your peace, your protection, all those things. He's saying, I'm your source for all of that. You don't have to rely on the police. You don't have to rely on all these other things to do all these things for you. You rely on God. That doesn't mean that we don't have those natural things in place for protection or whatever it may be, but that's not where our, our trust is in. It's not making those things first, it's making God our source. The source of something is the point of origin. It's the beginning place where something can be traced back to. Mm -hmm. So even though you have your paycheck here that was deposited into your bank, you can trace that back to your employer, but you can go farther than that. You can trace that back where God said in Deuteronomy 20, that I will bless all the work of your hands. So through God, through his blessing, through his favor, was the one who even allowed you to get that job in the first place. And you know, the other one that comes to mind is uh, Philippians 4.19. This is one of my favorite ones to use, you know, helping people encourage them as far as their finances. And it says this, it was Paul who was speaking. He says, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. So there's a couple things going on there. First of all, Paul was talking to a group of people who he didn't know who they all were. It wasn't like he was in a Christian church and he knew everybody's Christians and everybody's born again and filled with spirit and singing. No, there was Gnostics. There was people who were worshiping idols. There's all kinds of people. So Paul made it personal because they could be looking at another God that he, he didn't know. So that's why he said, my God. <laughs> he made it personal. My God will supply all your needs. And the other cool thing about that is according to his riches and glory. It's not out of, you give me, you have a hundred dollars and you give me 90, it's out of your hundred dollars. Right. So it's out of, so you're depleted. According to his riches, it's undepletable, undexhaustible. Mm, so like his, that, that will, good. his, there will never not be enough supply to take care of every one of your needs. You wanna read the next one, James 117? James 117, JMB version. Every good endowment that we possess and every complete gift that we have received must come from above, from the Father of lights, which whom there is never the slightest variation of showdown of inconsistency. 
It's just a great translation. And what I really love about it, it says, whom there is never, never, there's never going to be the slightest variation. There will never be a slight variation of what? The showdown of inconsistency. It means he is never inconsistent. Right. And when you think about the world Constant. and the economic system, I mean, just look at the stock market. Just go look at a graph on the stock market. <laughs> look at things in your life. Look at even sometimes your love and relationship can be inconsistent based on feelings, based on emotions, whatsoever. God's love is never inconsistent for you and his ways of providing for you through everything that he wants to give you through his son is never inconsistent. It is always consistent. So you can always rely on him is the point on that. You can trust on him. That's why you can trust him as your source because he will never let you down. And if he's done it for anybody else in the, in the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament, from testimonies from us, He'll do it for you because yes. the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. And it also says that he's the same yesterday, today, and evermore. He never changes. Right. It's steady. You can put it on your faith on the word of God and believe it every time it's going to come to pass in your life. Right. Period. And love never fails. Amen. You know, heaven's economy is always consistent as well, too, just like God. So there's no ups and downs in the economy. Even though there's ups and downs in our economy down here, the word says that we are in the world, but, but not, not of the it. world. Right. We are in this world, but we are ambassadors. The word says that we're ambassadors for Christ. Amen. So we're like from heaven here taking care of business. Okay. <laughs> it's all it is. Even though we're not in heaven, we're to live heaven on earth. Yes. Right here, yes. right now. Right. But we got to believe that. We got to receive that. We got to confess that with our mouth. And we've got to be able to walk and trust in God as our source so that we don't get caught up in all the bad news of the economic turndown. And, you know, we're still going through this whole COVID thing. And economic turndowns, recessions, depression, well, it's nothing new. Even though that we have to go through those situations that we don't have to accept it. Just like sickness and disease, when it comes knocking on your door, when it tries to invade your body, you don't have to accept it. You can command that to leave your body if something has attached to you. It's the same way with finances. Right. You don't have to allow debt. You don't have to allow insufficiency. It's not your part of your inheritance. Your part of your inheritance is that Jesus became poor, so you'd be made rich. Amen. That's so so you receive that through grace, but you have to take it by faith. Right, but again, that's the exchange. It's the mm -hmm. great exchange. The Father loves you so much that yeah. everything that Jesus died when he said, it is finished, it was all done. Everything you need in your life has been taken care of. Your finances, your health, your family, your career, your relationships, your protection, your peace and joy, it's finished. So will you close us out with the last scripture, Psalms 121? Yeah, Psalm 121, verse 2, NIV. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Amen. Again, God is your source. He is your help. He is the one who sent his son. He's the one who loves you. He's the one who's opened up and given you this opportunity. We're just here to share again. When God is your source and not man, or you're not relying on your spouse or your job or your position or whatever it is in life that has become an idol, God is saying, I am your source. Allow me to work in your life. Amen. We're just here to share the good news. Amen. Say this one more time after me. God is my source. God is my source. One more time. God is my source. God is my source. Every time that Hallelujah. you get into a position where you start thinking about how am I going to get out of this? What am I, how am I going to get through this pay cycle? How am I going to pay for this unexpected thing? I want you to stop thinking about that thing and stop worrying and spinning over and around and around in your mind. And I want you to just stop and say those words. 
God is my source. That will change those negative thoughts that you have in your mind. That will change that mental perspective in you and it will attach you to the things of God. And before you know it, those things will be manifest in your life and it will take care of that need in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to The Abundant Life where we are bringing you the good news of the 21 supernatural ways the Lord can provide. But again, we're not limiting it to just this. Right. We're just simply going through these because each one of these will have several more ways because he's inexhaustible. Amen. Right. According to his goodness, let him bless you indeed. For more information, go to our website, toddworldwide.org. Mm -hmm. See our mentors, see other kids' resources, other things. Till next time, we love you guys. Peace.